Welcome back to The Muster on a Friday afternoon with Andy Muir. In studio, Graham Butcher, farm consultant based here in Gore. Graham, good afternoon once again. Afternoon, Andy. How's things been over the last couple of weeks? Oh, just pretty busy, actually. It's um, It's been a funny old season. We had talking to a client just earlier this morning. Uh, frosts have occurred in some parts this morning. So, uh, yeah, and the, the mornings are pretty dark now, so it's definitely getting into autumn. And mating is probably about 50 days away, which is not long. When was the last time you've seen a summer like this in the south, or a, a January for grass growth, or February like we've had? Oh, hard to say. It's It's been a wee while. We've had three years probably of pretty challenging summer growth. Um, prior to that, in uh, El Nino systems, it was moister, so it could be going back five, six, seven years, something like that. You're talking to James Edgar on the show the other day, and the field day they had up there regarding summer brassicas, like getting over 230 farmers turning up. Yeah. That's a hell of a turnout for oh, a field it's, day. It's, it's really good turnout, probably one of the higher ones beef and lamb have had for some time, which is really good to see. Farmers are obviously looking for answers about how to get rid of lambs more quickly, how to grow them out. Um, really good to see. Um, I think... A, Summer brassicas an annual cost. You've always got to keep that in mind. It's not hard to show spending money on a summer crop with the the additional growth you're going to get in lambs over, say, a 40-day period while they're on it, that you can show a benefit, cost-benefit analysis that comes out on the positive side, which is pretty good. Um, I didn't get to that day. I fully intended going, but things happen and sometimes you can't get away. But the question I had that I would have liked to have sort of answered in my own mind is is that a good long-term strategy for every farm to have to have an annual cost to do a summer crop to finish lambs I think farmers should always be thinking why can't I do that on good quality grass pasture now there'll be be farms that have regular dry summers that fits in nicely Um, there'll be farms that are probably starting to focus on improving their poorer quality pastures so it's a it could be a short-term thing to get them over the wee hump if you like um but you know excellent 230 people 230 farmers at a field day is damn good and just having people thinking outside the square as well i suppose like it's not something that was thought of 10 20 years ago oh the the farmers the farmers that were presenting are no slugs they're all top top shelf farmers so they do it for a good reason you talk about 50 days to mating do we say it Time to look at getting those ewes up to speed, isn't it? Well, absolutely. I mean, condition score is a critical thing at the moment. So if you haven't sorted out that bottom end of the ewes yet, um, have your lunch and go out and do it after lunch, I think would be the, <laughs> be the recommendation there. Um, pretty important. If, 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 if the bottom end are ewes, they might need another 10 k's live weight before they go to the ram. Um, that's 200 grams a day. So you haven't got long... That's pretty damn good. That's twice maintenance feeding just about. Um, feeding them as good as you're feeding any lambs you've got on the place now, just to bring that bottom end up. 50 days, it'll go pretty quick. How often should you put ewes through the yards? I, I know of guys, every time they go past the yards, they'll put them through and they'll just take the bottom dozen or whatever just in their eye, what they think needs to come out just for a wee bit of a kick. Oh, I, 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 think, I don't think it's necessary to bring ewes in just to condition score, if you can fit it in with other operations on the farm, um, that's probably a good way to do it. So post-weaning, I mean, 
pe people are pretty busy at weaning time. You don't want to have to be bothered with condition scoring use. But soon after weaning, you probably should take out that bottom end that we're talking about now at weaning because it gives you much more time to fix them. Um, we probably we, we need to plan our animal health things so minimal time in the yards because while they're in the yards, they're not out there growing. And same goes for lambs as well. So plan your animal health, plan your condition scoring around your animal health treatments if you can. Um, you know, farms are big, lots of stock, labour's short. You, you know, you've got to minimise these things. So what do you do in a season like this? A lot of people hanging on to lambs to put those extra kgs on, which you totally understand, given the price. If you've got the feed around, though, it makes sense to keep those lambs up to that weight because you're still going to have a lot of tucker around for the ewes, yeah, aren't you? I, I, there is a lot of feed around, but it's, it's probably not that good a quality because you commonly hear my lambs are not doing well. So it's a quality issue there. So um, the ewes probably doing okay. There's more ewe feed out there than lamb feed. Depending on who you speak to, have lambs been doing pretty well in general, though? Because the comment I'm hearing is... The lambs are suffering from a lack of sunshine due to the way the weather's been all over the show. Well, lack of sunshine probably. Um, lack of quality feed is probably a bigger issue, which is why 230 people went to the summer Nebraska thing. So it's understandable. So, so from your perspective, what's some good key things to put into perspective now when you're looking at flushing? Right, I think the most important thing is to have all you use up to the weight that you want them by mating time. That's why it's important to work on that bottom end to bring them up. We shouldn't, we shouldn't think about an average for the flock. It's meaningless. It's every ewe has got to be up to speed. So it's that bottom end bringing them up. Um, more important to have them at a good weight rather than to have them at a lower weight and flush them. If you can have them at a good weight and you can afford to flush them, that's even better. But the critical thing is to have them up to weight. The other critical thing you should have in the back of your mind is what do my early May covers need to be so I can get through the winter. The more hands-on condition storing we can do, the better. Um, we've still got to minimise our yard time, but every opportunity you get, you should look at them critically, hand on a few, how they're going. It doesn't take long to condition score use. You can probably do, if they run well in the yards, probably six, 700 an hour. It's not a lot, your hand gets sore. <laughs> But it can be done. Good on you, Graham. Always appreciate your time. Okay, thanks, Andy. <laughs> Graham Butcher, farm consultant in Gore. 50 days until mating. Who would have thought? Friday afternoon. Let's go and catch up with Viv Beaton next. We're talking about the cavalcade that's going to end up in Waikaia Saturday week, but it's all kicking off this weekend, I believe. Viv's going to give us a bit of a rundown what's going on.